It's Friday night, and the mood is right. We're gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, TGIF. All right, welcome to week 86 of the Two Guys in the Fridays podcast. My name is Steven. That over there is Travis. Trying to avoid pollen as much as I can right yeah. now. Yeah, does it, does it uh, hit you pretty hard? Super hard. Oh, yeah. Super hard. I went, yeah, down, I went down to Virginia Beach uh, over the weekend, and uh, I definitely had like a runny nose on the drive home, but like it was done after that, I think. I, If I'm outside for more than like five or ten minutes, I can feel it for the rest of the day. Oh, man. It's bad. Um, and, and everything's yellow. Everything that I can see. Everything's definitely it's not yellow. As bad as, it's not as bad as it was last week, so that means it's getting better. What but, kind, do, you, what, do you have like every kind of tree around your house? Like all the yeah, pollen yeah. trees? I, I mean, I literally, you know. You this, live in like I a forest. Right. I when I say like I live in the middle of the woods, I literally live in the middle of the woods. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And this is the first year living in the middle of the woods during pollen season, so I don't even know how long that's gonna last for. Forever, I think. Probably. Uh welcome to the show. Um we are a TGIF podcast. If this is your first time listening, we go back and we watch the shows that aired on TGIF exactly thirty years ago. And these are episodes that would have aired when, Travis. These would have been May tenth. 1991. May 10th, 1991. Um, thank you first to uh, Kylie Brielle for the theme song this week. Thanks, Kylie. It was great. And um, yeah, if you want to send in your own theme song, you can do that. Just shoot us an email, tgifcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on all social media at tgifcast. All the socials. Um, so like we said, this is uh, episode... Oh, hey, hey, what? Hey, real quick, uh, while, while we're talking about socials, Steve, are we yeah. going to put up... Do we did we record video on the interview? Um, we did with Tom Allen. Are we going to put that up? Or, or we do should. We, do we not know? We should. Yeah, I just uh, haven't edited it yet. That's fair. You're busy. I understand. Um, so point of that story is keep an eye on our Facebook or not Facebook, but on our YouTube because we might have a, a video interview from our interview a couple weeks ago with uh, Tom. What was Tom Allen? Tom's Allen last Robbins. name Robbins from. Um, from baby talk. I don't know how old he is, but he's looking good for his age. What, however old he is. Yeah, he's one of those. I guess it doesn't matter. Like, doesn't he age. Doesn't, he, <laughs> he doesn't age. He, I mean, he looks very similar to how he looked on baby talk. Yeah, thirty. So. I mean, that doesn't seem like a thirty-year difference to me. Not at all. It's yeah. good living right there. That's good living. Um. So one thing we like to do on the show is go back, look at things that were going on in the world thirty years ago. Not a very eventful news week, but um, a couple things that I uh, grabbed from the uh, headlines. Uh, George H.W. Bush, who was president at the time, uh, hospitalized for erratic heartbeat. I, don't, I didn't dig into it, see how long he was in there for, but uh, I guess that was probably like a scare. People were a little worried for him when it happened. Yeah, that probably was an uncomfortable few days. And then uh, a little light news to go with that. Uh, May 10th, 1991, Oakland A's Jose Canseco is seen leaving singer Madonna's apartment. Celebrity gossip. So who knows what was going on? I mean, I know what was going on in there, but we um, know what was going on. I guess we don't really. I think we do. She does. She talk. I think she talks about him in one of her books. Yeah. Or something. I don't quote me on that. Maybe he talks about her in one of his books. I don't know. They both got books. Is this where he got the nickname as the bash brother? Oh, or is that for hitting home runs with Mark McGuire? I think either. I don't know. <laughs> she probably don't know. That too. Um, so probably. let's see what else we got that. We got that. What about uh, movies and music for the week? No changes this week. Uh, I don't baby, even remember baby. what was last week. Oh yeah. Baby, baby. It's cause they're it's baby, baby by Amy Grant was a song. And in that movie, Oscar that I told you how bad it was, uh, was the movie. The one, Which with one was that? Oh, like, a, was there a bunch of other weird people in it too? 
or was it just? I mean, it's got a it's got a good cast. Yeah, that's what I thought. it's slight. Here, I'll tell you because it, it's worth mentioning. Because as bad as this movie was, the cast um, didn't do anything to help it as much as they should have. But Sylvester Stallone is in it. Tim Curry's in it. Marissa Tomei is in it. Chas Palminteri is in it. Uh, Avon DiCarlo, who you would know is as uh, Lily Munster from the Munsters, was in it for a little bit. Um, there, was, Kirk Douglas had a really small part at the beginning, um, and then uh, there's a bunch of other people. You said it was an it. action comedy. No, I said no. it was a a gangster comedy, like a mafia, a mafia. It's kind of like were a, they trying to make like a spoof movie? Like was it? Yes, but not not like like full naked gunish or no? No, no, like definitely not that far. It was more like a like a farce than a satire. Okay. If that makes any sense. Um, looks like one of the guys in it is, is John Travolta's older brother. So I guess that's something. I didn't even know he had an older brother. I didn't either until I just clicked on this guy's name. Um, there's a ton of other people in it who you would recognize or not recognize, but the names that the, the like people that definitely jump out are Sylvester Stallone, Marissa Tomei, uh, Chaz Palminteri, Tim Curry. I don't even know who Chaz Palminteri is. You would 100% recognize Chaz Palminteri. He's one of those guys that's in like all of the gangster movies. You, you would absolutely okay. recognize him if you saw him. I will trust you. Uh, so birthdays? we did the song. We did the birthday. We do have a birthday, May 1st, Darius McCrary. Um, oh. From, Eddie Winslow. From Family Matters. Yeah, Eddie Winslow. So happy birthday. How old is he now? I have no idea. I'm guessing... Um, he's probably 52. No way he's that old. Not even close. He is 45. 45. 45. So he was 15 years old when he was recording Family Matters at this point. God, he was a big kid, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. I he thought was he was older. Kid. Just be, That's what I was basing it on, was how like big the dude was. Yeah, no, he's he's only forty five, but uh, man, he's he's a big kid, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, maybe even fourteen, because like they probably recorded it right. Yeah. Well, like season even in season one, he was a big kid. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that's everything we need to talk about. Now we get into the shows, and uh, we've got three shows that are uh, in reruns this week because we had series finales, or not series, but season finales of right. Perfect Strangers, Family Matters. Full House is done on TGIF, and then a uh, Baby Talk's coming back at some point. It'll be back for its year, uh, season finale next week. So yeah, so these uh, this one episode, we had a new episode of Dinosaurs. That was the only new episode this week. It would have aired May 10th, 1991. All right, so this is uh, season one, episode three of Dinosaurs. The uh, name of the episode is Hurling Day. We get the little screen when the, sh- when the episode starts. I-, I think I wrote this down, right? 61 million and three BC on a Thursday? It was a Thursday. Um, I, I haven't paying, been paying attention or to the years. Like last year, last episode wasn't sixty one thousand and two, and then sixty one thousand and one before that, was it? Well, no, because this is so. They, it's interesting though that they do have the they've have used because oh, they're counting down for the right? last few episodes. But sixty one thousand sixty one million and three is long, long before the current. The well, I shouldn't say long. I don't know how long, but it is not at the same time as the current story takes place. Okay, because of like the time when dinosaurs and humans and stuff were on Earth. No, so what we're okay, so what we're what we're getting at sixty one million and three BC on that Thursday was the history of where Hurling Day came from, which is oh, that's right, one, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so I don't know if you want to go into that, but basically, I'll tell, I'll, I'll start it off, and you can pick it up. So there, there's an elder dinosaur who is turning seventy two, and he basically says, "I'm I'm done with life. I'm a burden to the herd." 
you know, I slow us down. I make us, a, I make us a target for predators. So I want you to throw me into the tar pit. Uh, and I declare that from here forth, all dinosaurs on their 72nd birthday will be thrown into the tar pits and, and, uh, the the tribe will be alleviated now this is before you know this is in 63 61 million bc so this is before dinosaurs had started to domesticate as we know that they eventually did and start to live in houses and have more of a uh you know human existence did you mention too that um it was declared that uh, a loving relative <laughs> will right. throw them in to the uh, tar pit Yes, it, you're right. It was declared that it, that a loving relative would, and then it was clarified by request that the son-in-law was the person who would throw the mother-in-law into said tar pit. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of what sets up this whole episode. We then go yes. back to current time. We're back at the, uh, the, do they have a last name? Sinclair, right? Yeah, it's Sinclair. Yeah. We go back to the Sinclair house. Um, Earl is excited because it is hurling day. For Fran's mom, his mother-in-law, she's turning 72 tomorrow, and he is going to finally get to throw this lady into the tar pit. Yes, Ethel. Um, yep, so uh, Fran says that her mother wants to be thrown into a shady spot near the Rosenfields. She's already got everything planned out. She's ready to go. And then uh, Robbie comes in, and uh, he tells, I guess, Earl that uh, there's an article about uh, Ethel in the, in the newspaper. It's essentially her obituary. Yeah. It's pretty much like they've got a section of the paper for people that are getting ready to be hurled into the tar pit. And uh, right. he, he kind of like skips through all the family stuff that has anything to do with like his kids or his wife and just goes right to the part <laughs> where it says that Earl Sinclair is going to throw her into the tar pit. He is excited. Um, Robbie is kind of concerned at this point too. He's wondering like what it's like to be in tar, like uh what's going to happen to her when she lands. And uh, Earl kind of just blows it off saying like, it's just going to happen. Don't worry about it. And then he heads off to work. Yeah. And something that they, they really stress here a lot is that Freya or uh, Ethel, the grandma is also very excited for her yeah. day. Like she's been looking forward to this. She misses her husband who was thrown into the tar pits. Um, and so she herself is also pro pro early day at this point. And I guess that's just because this is like the tradition. Like, um, it well, they know. I yeah. don't know if that's yeah. like if she really feels this way or she just like has been looking at this day coming forward for the last 72 years. And now it's actually at that point. I, I think that she is looking forward to it because it is what is expected. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, she says this a few times that she she misses her husband and is looking forward to being with her husband. Yeah. And I guess Charlene at this point, too, she didn't really know what was going on. Like she didn't even know her grandfather had died years before. <laughs> And right. uh, they told her that the, that the grandpa had gone on a cruise and that's why she, he's not around anymore. Yeah. And this is where her mom actually tells her what's happening, what hurling day is, and uh, that her grandma is going to be thrown into the tar pit by her dad tomorrow. Right. Right. Um, they didn't. They also go to a quick scene of a baby watching TV. Um, I, I, I wrote quickly down like what it was about, but I don't know how important it was, but something about like a carnivore trapped in a herbivore's body or something like that. Yeah, so this is kind of, I think we're, this is the theme we're going to see throughout the show, uh -huh. where there's kind of these quick, ten, not even 10 second clips of kind of takes on modern television. And this one was, the name of the show was Reptile. And you're right, it was a herbivore who was caught in a carnivore's body. Okay. Um, so from here we go to the uh, job site. Uh, Roy and Earl are there. They're talking about um, work and talking about hurling day specifically. Uh, joking about how Earl is going to be throwing his mother-in-law into the tar pit tomorrow. 
and uh, a couple of the other co-workers come over, and they're all just uh, really excited for Earl and his big day happening. Yeah, and I think it's here, too, that we get something that we've we've kind of talked about a little bit, and maybe we've just been too lazy to notice it until this episode. But um, the there is a sign that says that they are, in fact, clearing trees for to make way yeah, for Yeah, I wrote housing. that somewhere. Is that now? Or? I did too. I don't know if that's now. I can't seem to find it. It's a little later because I wrote it down. It's coming up later. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to get ahead of myself. No, 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 no worries. Um, so at this point, too, uh, Earl's boss, which I forgot his name. What's his name? Richfield. BP Richfield. Richfield, yeah. Calls him yep. in, um, and they kind of have a little bonding moment, I guess. Like, uh, he's excited for Earl do. about uh, Hurling Day, tells him it's, like, the big day for men, and, like, this is the one day where it doesn't matter if you're the lowest of the low on the totem pole or the highest right. of the high. Like, we all have something in common where we get to throw our mother-in-laws into the tarpit. We're all in it together. All in it together. Um, so they also, at this point, get to watch, uh, what's it, Rosen? What did you call him again? Richfield. Richfield. They Richfield. also get to watch Richfield's hurling day when he threw his mother-in-law into the tarpit. He actually has it on VHS, and they got to watch right. it once in regular speed, and then they watched it again in slow motion. And he throws her. I mean, she gets some good air before coming back down. Yeah, I, I got a little worried at this point, too, that when it comes to uh, tomorrow for Earl's time, if he's actually going to be able to throw Ethel into the tar pit, but I guess we'll, well see, right? That's what the next scene's all about. Um, so, yeah, we go outside. Uh, well, before that, uh, Richfield does tell him to uh, savor the moment and don't screw it up, is what he tells him. So then we go outside, I guess probably like the backyard of the Sinclair house or in the woods That's what behind I took it, as, it, something yeah. like that. Uh, Robbie and Roy are there, and Earl is actually practicing uh, hurling. He's got like bags of I don't I didn't read if it said anything, but it looked like fertilizer. It was something okay. I thought it was like bags of flour or something, but who knows? I think it's fertilizer. Probably like I don't know, twenty pound bags, maybe forty pound bags. Not sure, not the weight of a, of an ethyl, I wouldn't think. Which is also I mean, why I, I got much. worried. Like, why is he only throwing this? He's going to be throwing a much larger lady off of this. Uh, I don't know how much seventy two pound dinosaurs yeah. 72 pounds 72 could be 100, could be 100 pounds right but he also calls her calls her bony a lot so maybe maybe she speaking of like 72 year old people did you see that picture going around with uh the biden's visiting the carters i did i didn't really keep think of it much i didn't really didn't, they didn't look didn't, like miniature people to you i mean they did but they're also old and sitting in chairs that are probably like really comforty like really cushiony i i don't know it didn't i was like yeah it's just a picture of old people then you might want to look at that again i saw it i i'll I'll look at it again if that was my mother-in-law i would be able to throw her like five blocks i think (laughs) you look you can't throw and you can maybe throw a frisbee five blocks all right fair enough i'm looking at it right now the, they look like miniatures. Like it's ridiculous. Like, You're right. It is. It, it's a little bit more drastic than I I look than when I looked at it the first time. All right. So they're outside. Earl's practicing hurling these bags. Robbie's concerned about what's going to happen to his grandmother. And then uh, as they're all talking and hurling and stuff, we hear a doorbell, and then we hear Fran call for Earl because uh, Ethel has arrived. Yes. Ethel has arrived, and of note, she is also voiced by Kevin Clash, who is the voice of the baby. Oh, okay. Um, she's in a wheelchair, which made me think, like, are they going to hurl this wheelchair into the tar pit as well, or are they going to pull That's her out of it? That's kind of what I assumed. I thought but, she um, the whole thing. She's kind of, like, saying her hellos to everyone. She asks Charlene for uh, 
for some scotch. She kisses Robbie five times, gives him five bucks. She ends up paying uh, Charlene a hundred bucks for the uh, glass of scotch because I guess scotch. I mean, she's dead tomorrow anyways. Might as well just give all your money away, yeah. right? But also, grandparents just like to spoil their grandkids in general. A hundred bucks is kind of a lot when Robbie only got five. It is, but I think you're also right in the sense that she has no use for money anymore. Yeah. Um, she calls in, or Earl walks in, and she calls him Fat Boy, which gets Baby starting to call his dad Fat Boy over and over again. And uh, Fran tells Earl, like, look, Earl, for the next 12 hours, you just need to zip it. I don't want any arguing between you and Ethel. Um, th- just get through these next 12 hours, and then you can have your moment throwing my mom off a cliff into a tar pit. Yeah, because they immediately just start going at each other. And at one point, she just she even tells Earl, she says, Earl, I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm sorry that you married my my daughter, Fran. I'm sorry that you married her. You're, you're worthless. And this is kind of like we've talked about before. This is supposed to be like the stereotypical TV family. Right. Uh, the husband of the family hates his mother-in-law. And that's kind of like the comparison they've got going on here. Yeah, so, that's the trope. Um they, they continue to bicker a whole bunch, and uh, that kind of ends that scene. And then they go off to dinner, and then the next scene catches up after dinner. Um, Ethel is, I guess, like in the living room or something, and the, and the whole family's around her, and she's just yeah. giving away gifts. I, I, does she have a crown on her head at this point, too? Or is that later? She might. I at don't some know. point, I she starts wearing a crown throughout the episode. She's giving away everything that she has. It's her day. Yeah, and then after all these gifts are done, uh, the family goes to bed, but uh, Robbie stays back to uh, to talk to his grandmother because he's a little worried about what's going to happen to her tomorrow. Yes, yeah. He, he like, his whole thing is, like, he just doesn't, he doesn't understand why what's they have going to do on. this. Because, I mean, like, yeah. he's like, okay, it's 72 years old. This is something that happens. But, I mean, things have changed. Pa- people, or dinosaurs can live older than 72. Why do we have to get rid of my grandma tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. And he, he answered. He's like, are you scared? Like, is it something that you're okay with? And she's like, yeah. And, re- like, reinforced the fact that she misses her husband. She knows that this is what's going to happen. And she's just looking forward to kind of being back with her husband. Yeah, and they're looking at like family photos at this point. And then eventually yeah. Robbie comes to the decision. They're going to run away. He's taking her with her and uh, they're going to get out of there. So Earl cannot throw her off that cliff tomorrow. That's right. So they run away. Yep. So uh, we go to the next morning. Earl's waking up. He's all excited, but he cannot find Ethel anywhere. And that's kind of, there's a bunch of real quick scenes where we jump back and forth between uh, locations here. So he's all worried. He can't find Ethel. We then go to uh, a scene of Robbie pushing Ethel outside. And uh, she's just telling him, like like we said earlier, like this is tradition. This is something that's going to happen. I'm, I'm ready to go. We, we do learn that that first dinosaur that started it, his name was Bob La Brea, which. Yeah, oh, that's the, the one that started it? Okay. Oh, yeah. La Brea tar pits. So, yeah, like yeah. the La Brea tar pits. Yeah. That's good. Um, so, yeah, there's that scene. And then we go back to the house. And then we see Robbie getting back to the house with Ethel. And Earl thinks that she was just trying to hurl herself off of the cliff. So he didn't get the uh, benefit of, of doing it himself. And uh, he actually praises Robbie for bringing her back. That's what he thought happened at this whole scene. Did you mention the fact that when they were out there, there was like another giant dinosaur that went by that they had to hide from? Oh, and no, they, no, I didn't. I was kind of scared. And that's one of the reasons Robbie took her back home. Yeah, I didn't really understand why. That didn't make a lot of sense to me, I guess. Like, so, big dinosaur there was comes another... by, they get scared, they kind of hide for a second. 
well, because they realize they can't just be out in the middle of the jungle. Because even though there's houses and there's neighborhoods and they're semi-domesticated, there's still a food chain that involves dinosaurs that are bigger than them that could eat them. Gotcha. Um, so then, yeah, he's praising her. They show so they go home. Yeah, another TV clip here too. Um, it's a dinosaur and a caveman. Uh, it's it's just Mr. Ed, but in the with uh, the dinosaur being the role of the human, and then a caveman being the role of a horse and they call it mr uh mr uh yeah and and it's like you kind of see his mouth doing that fake talking i know i know steve you like to talk about how they what put peanut butter on the horse's oh, yeah, teeth yeah, to I make it talk that. so that kind of where they, they his mouth does the fake talking while you hear you know english being spoken which the cavemen have not developed yet in this show was mr ed early 90s or was that even earlier than that no no that was like the 60s that's what i thought 50s, yeah. 50s 60s i wonder why they decided there. to do that there in this i don't know because it was on reruns all the time. I mean, I yeah. watched Mr. Ed when I was a kid in the 90s and the 80s because it was on Nick at Night yeah. and all the other, you know, rerun channels. So from here we go, more quick scenes. Uh, Robbie tells his mom about not hurling Ethel. And then we go to Fran talking to Earl about the uh, possibility. Maybe we shouldn't throw uh, Grandma off this cliff. And uh, he's like, where did this idea come from? I know th- right. you didn't come up with this. And uh, Well, I... Th- I think it's important right here because this is where they really kind of get to the meat of this and where Robbie, when Robbie's talking to Fran, he really goes into, that's how it used to be. Things have changed. We can take care of grandma. We don't need to protect her like she's a, a weak part of the of a tribe. You know, we can, she can, we don't need to do this. Like she can just live with us. It's fine. Yeah. And that's a big point too, that Robbie mentions that she can just live there because the next scene we go to Earl choking Robbie and Fran telling Earl that no one's throwing her mother off this cliff um, and uh, she can live with him. And he says, oh, no, I'm doing it. And he uh, grabs the wheelchair and starts pushing her out the, out the house. Yeah, Earl's taking off. He's like, I'm going to get this in while I can. So, yeah, from here we go to Earl pushing uh, Ethel to the cliffs. They arrive at the cliffs and uh, he pulls out of his pocket a speech that he wrote uh, that he was going to read, I guess, as he threw her off. We don't get to hear that speech, though, because as he's getting ready to do this, Earl, uh, Robbie and Fran... Sh- well, he hands it to her and says, just read it on just your way down. Just read it on your way down. Uh, Robbie and Fran show up. They try to stop him. And uh, he says that if he loses this, then life means nothing anymore. And uh, Ethel tells them that she's ready to be hurled. This is her time. She doesn't care. She's ready to go. And Robbie and Fran are continuing to try to talk her out of it. And then this is where things change. Earl says that he is not letting Ethel move into his house to make his life miserable. And then immediately Ethel realizes <laughs> that this is the perfect chance. She says that, uh, oh, well, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to move into your house because I'm going to make Earl's life miserable for the next who knows how long. I th- she, she even says she thinks she could live to a million at this point. This is her new meaning of life. Yeah, they, they say that no one knows how long she'll live because no dinosaur has lived to die Past of 72 old age. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, then we get sad Earl. Earl's not happy about this. And then uh, this is where we see that sign. Um, You're right. You're right. The sign uh, says that the area is being cleared for modern 10,000 unit tract housing. So they're just building neighborhoods. And uh, right. we then go to a, a, a final scene of the episode where we are back at the job site. And Earl is lying to his coworkers about uh, tossing Ethel off the cliff. I think he actually says that he threw her off. She bounced. She came back up onto the cliff and then landed exactly. back into her wheelchair, right? 
That's what he says. Yes. That she bounced back out of the tar pit. Yep. Tar's really sticky. No one's bouncing out of the tar. Um, and then I wrote down, they feel let down, I guess, because she didn't die or didn't get stuck in the tar pit. But that's the end of the well, I think that, that they now realize that the the things have changed. The power dynamic has changed in the world if uh, if we're just going to not not honor Hurley Day. So that's the end. That's the end of uh, season that's one, it. episode three of Dinosaurs. Pretty good episode. It's getting better. It is. It is. And I think this is a, a very memorable one for a lot of people. My, my wife was walking by. She's like, oh, I, I remember this. I remember this story. The introduction so. of Ethel is going to do a lot for this. It's kind of like the introduction of Steve Urkel to me. It is. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I didn't really think about it much until I watched this episode, but her interact, I almost think of it as kind of Estelle and Urkel, like like what you said, yeah. and that those two play off each other really well. And her and the baby are in that same kind of world where yeah. they play off each other very well, which is interesting because they're the same part. It's the same actor playing both parts, but Oh yeah. Yeah. That's um, weird. But they do their, their kind of roles on the show complement each other and kind of really bring out the humor in the two of them. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. Cause I, I don't remember really I, anything. So it's, I mean, it, we're, we're just starting to scratch the surface. Once once it starts rolling, you're gonna, I think you're really going to appreciate it. I know I did. I know when I was watching it a few years ago, I once it got rolling, I was really into it. So as far so. as the podcast goes, we've got a few weeks just like this, right? Of just dinosaurs, nothing else for a few weeks. Yeah, well, we've got, next week we do have this year, the season finale of Baby Talk as well oh, as, okay. as Dinosaur. So next week- Did we the, miss episodes in between of Baby Talk or- yeah, so yeah. episodes 8, 9, 10, and 11, so four episodes did not air on TGIF. Okay. Um, so it went from episode 7, uh, which was back in the middle of April, and now next week will be, well, basically next week on the show, we're going to watch season 1, episode 4 of Dinosaurs, and then season 1, episode 12, which is the season finale of Baby Talk. You're going to watch all the ones that we missed, right? I couldn't care less. I'm not watching them. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Unless there's, unless there's something that happens in, in this episode where I'm like, well, I got to find out what that's about, which I can't imagine that's going to be the case. Like this episode's like George Clooney's funeral or something like that. Well, this is the last, the, the return and final appearance of George. Oh, Clooney. okay. Um, so, I, you know, I think if he's going to die, we'll probably see the death. So the like, we'll pay you all. for that Friday episode, but we're not paying you for all those Tuesday episodes. Tuesday, yeah. Those Tuesday episodes. Yeah. Those were bare bones. Um, so we'll see. I can't imagine I'm going to go back and watch the filler episodes for Baby Talk. I, I just don't have that interest. You don't want to do that over the summer? Just watch old Baby Talks? I would rather... There's a, I'll tell you this. We're going to have a big gap in dinosaur episodes between this and when they pick up um, next season. I would rather watch as much dinosaurs as we possibly can so that we've seen all of those for leading up to oh, the next, next so season. So there's dinosaurs that air on different days? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So... so we get the first five episodes here. There's only five episodes uh, in the first season. And I will ca- warn you this, Steve, and all the listeners who are following along, the way that Disney and Hulu have them separated by seasons is not the way they are, were originally separated by seasons. So it's a little confusing. And I will help everybody work through that as we get to these episodes because I know Steve will screw it up if I don't Yeah, help. oh yeah. Uh, I'll just text you the day before and ask what I'm <laughs> supposed to watch. Right, right. So... So we get the first five episodes here in this this kind of end of the spring season for TGIF 1991. Then we don't get dinosaurs again until spring of next year, and it picks up with episode 21 of season two. So there's a lot of episodes in between oh, wow. that, that we don't get. So <laughs> I don't know how many of those we're going to be able to watch between now and then because yeah. we got to just find places to fill in blanks. But I'd like to watch as many as possible. But, you know, whatever. We'll see what happens. 
Hey, and we got some uh, traction on one of the actors from the show too. Maybe we'll. Uh, You're right, and I totally forgot to email him. And it's funny because he he liked my tweet back where I said, "Hey, how do we get you on the show?" And he liked it, and that yeah, was it. Yeah, yeah. So that sounds like a promising uh, interview we'll have at some point. We'll uh, we'll fill you in if it happens. If it happens. If it happens. Uh, <laughs> thanks once again to uh, Kylie Brielle for the theme song this week. Yeah, thanks again, Kylie. And uh, follow us online everywhere at TGIFcast. TJF cast. Is there anything else? I feel like we're missing something. Uh, I mean, Is that we, it? I usually rank it. them, but there's one show. There's nothing to rank. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right, man. Well, have a good week, Steve. Yep. You got it, dude. It's Friday night and the mood is right. We're going to have some fun. Show you how it's done. TGIF. TGIF podcast.